Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this evening, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, my cage-building brother, Alex. Alex, how you doing, buddy? I'm good now. I'm outside the cage. <laughs> they let you out of the cage? <laughs> they let me out of the cage, man. I think we got to tell people what you did. What, what, what were you doing? I showed up at Mom and Dad's to watch El Clasico, right. Real Madrid, Barcelona. Right. And I went out into the backyard because I heard you and my uncle were out there. He's my uncle, too. It, that, well, he's my uncle. Um, and you were in a cage when I went out there. I was in a cage. I felt like an animal. What the fuck were you doing? I was, I was, I was apparently building a cage, and I ended up in it. Uh, well, I guess mom's... I was following my uncle's lead. Look, shout out, quick shout out to my uncle because he's got a garden... In, in his backyard, and he's built, like, cages for his plants, <laughs> tomato plants that apparently these birds are going around their neighborhood and pecking at. I'll tell you what. Those old folks, right, for people that don't know the story, my parents moved down here about 10 years ago. Yeah. And they bought a house about five or six years ago, maybe eight years ago. Never owned a house. Never owned a house. Bought a house about eight years ago with a backyard. And then my uncle and, and, and my aunt moved down here. And they went straight into a house. That was probably about five years ago. These old people got nothing to do but deal with their damn gardens. They're growing all kinds of shit back there, right? They're growing tomatoes and peaches and cucumbers, all faked, all kinds of things. And the bane of their existence is birds. Birds. I mean, I swear, I think if my dad could eradicate (laughs) one species off the face of this earth, it would be birds. All birds. All birds. So yeah, I mean, shout out to my uncle because he he's got a thing for building and you know like I, I really didn't know this about him to be honest with you. Like I didn't. He is like he's a pretty good fucking carpenter, right? I mean, and gardener and, and whatever else you <laughs> need him, you need him to do. So I I was I mean I I've, I've I've known that only since he moved down here. Right, right, right. So it's like. Uh, so yeah, me and him were uh, helping mom put a. Well, it was, I was just you and him. Mom wasn't doing right, shit. Right, uh, but and, but yeah. <laughs> mom wanted nothing. To mom, do with mom that. would come out there every five minutes, and I'm like, "You don't need to be out here. <laughs> just go back inside. Finish it's starting to sprinkle. Yeah, just, just go back inside." So I was, I mean, like I said, I I was following my uncle's lead. You were the muscle. Uh, I was I was the apprentice. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so we got we got to build this, uh, you know, like seven foot by four foot cage, right? It's like eight feet in height or whatever, something yeah, like that. I mean, less than that. yeah, probably less than that. But uh, so chicken wire and whatnot. Yeah, so it's uh, it's almost complete. All we have to do is put a door in there, and then my mom could come in and out of that thing as she pleases, and hopefully, oh. I have nothing to do with that ever again. It's so. funny the projects that we get roped into, right? Oh. I, I went out there and I was like... You didn't want to do shit. I, I want no part. I wanted to watch the game. Right, right. I understand. And I wanted... And quite frankly, I just wanted no part of it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just... You just don't. It's funny well, because... Well, in all fairness... It's funny because very rarely do they ask us to do a project. Right. It's usually you're doing a project and then maybe you're doing it with Uncle Carlos or I'm doing a project... In a, you know, by myself or Well, whatever. you know why that is, right? Why? Well, that they want to be visited, right? <laughs> so if we visit them at the same time, then we may go 
a week or two or three without visiting, right? So, you know, one week... they alternate the projects. Exactly. They they get more visits. They got sons and nephews constantly coming to their house, see? They're they're old, but they're fucking smart. Plus, we always come with a kid, right? Right. We always bring ammunition with us just in case. Plus, here's another thing. I don't want to be invited with you. Okay, I want mom, I want mom to cook me my own food. Okay, I'm I'm gonna be a little greedy and say I want mom to cook me my own food. I'm not gonna lie, right? Mom had a mom knew I was coming, and obviously you were already there, and she had a whole bunch of Milanese yeah. there, and I was there with Eric, and it took you were in the backyard, you had not eaten yet. <laughs> And I immediately sat down and ate because I got there just in time for the game. Right. It took all of my might to not eat the rest of them at halftime. And quite frankly, I don't know how Eric didn't eat them all. Really? Because my son can eat them. I mean, he eats them just like I do, right? Like candy. Like one after another. Don't give a shit. We eat them until they're gone. It's like, you know. See, Ed, Ed doesn't doesn't really show his emotions towards me, but he loves me because he saved me some milanesas. That's See? true love right there. <laughs> yeah, so that really is. If you didn't think I loved you as a sibling or just as a human being, there's your proof. I don't want to ever hear you say anything negative I, about me. Obviously, your big brother loves you. I, I, after seeing that... <laughs> I love you too, bro. I walked by. <laughs> I walked by like three times. I was like, "Oh, damn!" And I knew that we were supposed to split them because generally, when I go over there, right, we break out the table, bring out the table, right. put it in the living room, and my mom brings the whole plate, however many she's got—ten, fifteen, yeah. twenty, thirty—it doesn't matter—and she puts the whole plate in front of Eric and I. This time, she didn't take. Out she the plate. brought me a plate with two on there, and that was it. See, that was mom looking out for that me. That was mom looking, totally looking out for you. You guys, I, you know, we're, we're going to tweet out a picture. I'm sure one of us has a picture of a Milanesa. Somewhere. You know, veal cutlets, right? For those that don't mm-hmm. know the Spanish term. And, I mean, mom, our mom could cook 50 of them. And I might eat 10. Not in one sitting, stretched out. But I know Ed. I'd eat all of them. And, you know, that, that makes, what, 40 left over? I mean, she used to cook, like, 50 when you used to visit from college. When I used to visit from college, she used to make, I think it was 30. 30? I, I wouldn't we even would eat sit 10. Down, we would sit down at dinner, and it would be mom, dad, and myself. I don't know where you were. I, what do you mean where I was? I was home. Okay, you, I, you had one. But mom would have one, dad would have one, yeah. you would have three, maybe. Three. Maybe. That's five. Yeah. The other 25, I would eat between dinner and then sitting around after dinner watching TV. I'd go run and get one on commercials and stuff. And if we would play cards at night? Oh, fuck. They would tear them up even yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, I can yeah. eat 30. Yeah, like in, in, like, in three like, hours, four hours? Yeah. You average 10 minutes per hour? Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it, like, he's, he ain't lying. <laughs> like on a, like, on a good day? Like on conference championship Sunday, oh. right? Where you got the back-to-back games to right, see who goes right, to the Super right, Bowl. Right, 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 In that stretch, that's six I can knock out 50. 50. Easy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's eight per hour. That's yeah, I mean, bad. it's just, I mean, it's like candy. That's a good average. It's like candy. We're going to have to really break down these analytics of Milanesa. Analytics, yeah. And the funny thing is, my son's the same way. Yeah? The only difference between my son and I... Is he likes him in a sandwich. So I think he actually does get filled up because he eats bread. Right. 
I don't fucks with bread. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I go straight butter, baby. I, I like it in a sandwich too, but it's it just one sandwich, and and the rest I just you know eat them like that. No, I, I straight away, bro. They're so good. Oh, it's. We're gonna tweet out a picture. And you know and what's funny? Like I don't think most people would find them as good as we find them. You don't think so? No. You know why? Why? Because I think mom overcooks them a little bit. Like she overfries them a little bit. They're oh, and some. Quite frankly. I like the burnt ones. Like, yeah. I always grab the burnt ones. The ones that have the ends. Yeah. Burnt. I, I always don't, grab those. I don't mind the the burnt edges as long as they're not thin. If they're too thin, then everything's burnt. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't like, care if they're thin no. or thick or I don't give yeah. a shit. I well, just straight butter. It's good stuff. That, the salad. I mean, that's like... That's like a... That's always been a key dish of mom's, right? Like a, 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 a plate. It's the milanesas and the salad. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta I, have it. Uh, I saw this video during the week of this guy, uh, you know, taking his spaghetti on the fork and it hanging down, and then he was you cutting know, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that is such a sin. Like, you can't do that. That oh, must yeah. not be in Italy. Oh no, that guy is not Italian. No, that he's guy's not. Got to be a freaking American. I'm like, there's no way he's Italian because an Italian would. Get a spoon, right. scoop it underneath, and then twist the fork. Exactly. And you a nice big ball of right. pasta, you shove that down your gut. I'm like, this guy's going to hell, man. Like, <laughs> what is he doing? Oh my God, it's Satan. <laughs> I so, can't believe this guy is doing this. Yeah, no, that's a good point. All right, so what are we getting into on this fine episode of the Positive Sports Podcast? Uh, well, I think it's a good time to start talking about the NBA. A, right? We are quite a bit into the season now. I'm trying to pull up the standings here. It's funny how the All-Star break is no longer during the middle, right? Like 41, 42, 43 games. It never has been. Never has been? No. None of the All-Star games... None of the the All-Star games are right in the middle. The baseball All-Star game isn't in the middle. The NFL All-Star game is... At the end. After... Uh, the hockey one's not in the middle. The hmm. MLS, they don't have an all-star game. They just do something funky where they play against the rest of the world or some shit. Oh. That's oh. not in the middle. It's never in the middle. The NASCAR all-star race is not in the middle. They have a NASCAR all-star race? Yes. And they have it. It's a little past halfway. I, I never knew that. That's because you don't pay attention. I never knew that. No, not to NASCAR. I don't. So, look. The Bucks. Look like the best team in the NBA to me. Are they for real? Yes. And, well, they're they're for real in the sense that all they have to do is get to the finals because the West is. I mean, the West is just full of landmines. There's not going to be an easy series. The West. This may be the first year that the actual first round of the playoffs mm. will be interesting to watch in the West. In the East, it won't be. But in the West, it might be interesting because there's so many good teams. I mean, look, you've got the Lakers at the top, followed very closely by the Clippers, Denver, Houston, Utah. OKC looks good. Chris Paul is having a tremendous season. I, I got something Dallas, on, on Memphis. I got something on OKC later, and that I think a lot of people don't realize, and I didn't until I kind of until someone told you. No, until I <laughs> thought about it and kind of dug into it, I'm like. There's something interesting about OKC. Well, let's, let's, well you want to talk about the well, Bucks first or what? I mean, the the Bucks. What is there not to like? 
I, I, well, for me, the question is, can they be trusted? I think that's I think that's the key question, right? Because yeah, they have the best player in the NBA right now. Yes, right? absolutely. Uh, I think he's got some. The the pieces around him are. I think they're playing a little better because I mean they're better at this point this season than they were last season. I just question: Can they be trusted? Can the rest of the players be trusted? Can Giannis step up in a big game in the playoffs? You know, my one concern about the Bucks is is exactly that. If a team decides that they're going, their entire defense is going to focus one hundred percent on making sure Giannis doesn't get his. Will Bledsoe do the job? Will the Lopez brothers do the job? Will mm. Middleton do the job? What, what you know? And I and I think they will. Yeah. I think those pieces are good enough to really you know Kyle, they've got Kyle Korver. You know, they, there's a lot of good pieces around that around Giannis. And quite frankly, if you spend all of your time, <clears throat> if you spend all of your energy focused on stopping one man, that does not work, because. The rest of those guys are professionals. They can, if they if all they get is wide open threes, they're gonna shoot 50-60%. If that's all they get, right? If all they get is you know wide open mid-range <clears throat> jumpers, they're gonna hit 60% of them. And, and you're gonna be fucked. So you know, that's that's the problem that Giannis poses. And I think the only way to slow down Giannis is it has to be a complete team effort. Yeah, I, I'm gonna slow down on crowning them the Eastern Conference champs as of now, because I can't really trust them. I I, I don't I don't trust them to the to okay, the Okay, Alex. Well, let's let's. Uh, I'll take you one step further. You don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Who do you trust? I mean. Well, I mean, Toronto's in second. Toronto's actually Toronto decent team. No, Toronto has played. I mean, they reeled off fifteen in a row. Right, but that's a but, good but, team. They, but if you take out that fifteen in a row, and I know that's kind of hard to do, and they're the returning champs. Yeah, but they are also missing the one guy that made you trust them. Right, but they're a set, they're a two seed though. I mean, they're ten games back. Well, that's because the. I mean, well, look what the Bucks are doing. That's my point. Right, but but let's go down the list even we further. We have to get there who first. Else, who else are you going to trust? Bo- I Boston, trust Boston. Boston I might trust. I that's think that's a good basketball team. Miami, they have to have home court advantage in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because if not, man, that's a tough road to hoe. They are not. They are completely different on the road. And then you've got Philadelphia, which... Same thing with them. I don't... they got to be home to win. I, I don't even think I trust them at home. Yeah, they, they, what is going on with that team? That team confuses me. They have nights where they look like they can play with the Bucks. They have nights where they look like they don't even belong in the playoffs. I mean, I've said it before. They're going to go as far as Joel Embiid takes them. Uh, you know, I don't even think it's that. I, it's they, they're just they're the not they're not good. assembled right. Yeah, Ben Simmons is not. I'm not sure what the deal is with Simmons. It's just tough. You know. Look, Milwaukee's fifty-two and eight for a reason, right? They they are a very good basketball team, but part of it too is there's just not that much competition in the East. That's the way I feel about it, and I know you got to get through it, and the injuries can happen or whatever. I understand all of that, but man, right now, whew, it looks like 
an easy path for them. I think Boston, besides being my uh, NBA Finals pick this year, I think Boston, Jalen Brown, we got to give some credit to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Tatum has been playing crazy good basketball. I really like Jason Tatum. They lose Kyrie Irving, they gain Kemba Walker, and things look like they're gelling in Boston, right? Kind of what we expected them to be last year. Uh, Ennis Cantor was was a good pickup. They're a little small, but... That's my fear with them. But uh, make no mistake about it, Smart and uh, what's his name, Thais? Yeah. Thais, see those two right there, they they can... I think Thais, if you put Thais and Cantor, Cantor on, uh, on Giannis... I think you can make him work a little bit for right. his points. You know what I mean? Plus, plus here's the thing too. When it comes down to 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 playoff NBA playoff basketball, teams change how they how they play, how they prep, and it gets more physical. And I don't know if the Bucks are that type of physical team. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, so that's why I feel like, and, and not because I, I picked them, but. Because I just feel that the, the type of team that they have and how, they're, how they've are how they gelled all season, Boston is the team that would give Toronto, the Sixers, the Pacers, the Bucks, the Raptors uh, a good run for their money. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think the... Yeah, I like Boston a lot. Um, if, if Taco Fall gets healthy and can, and can contribute also. Yeah, absolutely. A very big presence in the... And when I say big, I mean very big presence big. in the Paul's middle. Seven foot eight. Seven of them. foot six of them. I mean, he, the guy is ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> and look with with um, with Philly, I mean, you know, they they're gonna have to win on the road at, at, in the playoffs. You know, uh, do I think they can win on the road? Yes, but that team is gonna have to win more than just one game on the road in a seven game series. Plain, oh, yeah. plain and simple, right? If you can't win on the road, what's the saying? It's not it's not a series until the road team wins. You're going to have to win. Yeah, they, you may, know. they may never make it a series. So, uh, in, Indiana looks good. Orlando looks good. I think both of those teams have been surprisingly good. Um, Indiana, not so much. I think Orlando's a surprise. A bit, but no. I mean, they're still twenty-seven and thirty-three, so they're not that big of a surprise. And, right? re- and remember, Indiana was out without Oladipo for for, for quite bit. some time, and for they kind of yeah. stayed afloat, you know. Yeah, and and they and they seem to be gelling as well. Uh, I think Indiana is a good basketball team. I don't think they can, I don't think they can run with those with those big guys, right? With the Milwaukee's and the Boston's. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Brooklyn at the eight seed, and look, I. I hate to say this on March first, but I think it's pretty much over. I know we got six weeks left. You know, we got twenty some odd games uh, left, twenty two games left about for most teams. <clears throat> but Washington's four and a half games back, and quite frankly, Washington looks terrible. So I don't see how they're going to catch up to Brooklyn unless Brooklyn has a complete meltdown. Brooklyn and Orlando, which right is there. possible. Brooklyn and Orlando are uh, are, are are really close, it's right? Funny. I think it's a half game difference. Um, and yeah, you, you say Brooklyn could implode, but they've yeah, have you seen them this year? They've imploded in quite some games. Like against Orlando, they had like twenty point lead. Yeah, yeah, but but here's the thing: they're not going to get worse than what they are now. Are they going to piss games away? Yeah, absolutely. 
Are they going to piss away a four and a half game lead over a Washington team that is horrific? I just don't think so. Well, he, well, I mean, yeah, I want to agree with you, but and he, you should. Yeah, but I mean, because I'm right. Washington being four and a half games out is not is not a a big. I don't think that's big of a gap, especially considering they have to play teams like the Knicks, the Cavs, the Hawks, the Pistons, the Bulls, right? So they can gain some ground that way, especially if Brooklyn's not going to show up and keep 20-point leads. I wonder, could, I wonder what you know? the schedule, I wonder what the strength of schedule is for those teams on the way out. Like what, on the games that are left, it, I'd be curious to see if one of them has a schedule advantage, Orlando, Brooklyn, Washington, Wash- Charlotte. I wonder. If I'm not mistaken, and you guys can blast me if I am, but I believe Washington has the toughest schedule left. Well, then they're it's, not going to from what I remember hearing. So, I don't know, I man. I mean, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, has, Brooklyn plays in the tougher division, which makes me think they have more games left with the Toronto, Boston, and Philadelphia's of the world. Right. And, you know, they do. They got all the gimmies with the Knicks. Yeah. Um, Washington's in, in with Miami and Orlando. So it should be relatively easy for them, but you know you got Charlotte and they're fighting, and Atlanta's no pushover, so their schedule must be tougher. I would guess Brooklyn has the easier schedule out of those three. Yeah, I I'll tell you right now, I would not be surprised, especially considering that Brooklyn has a lottery protected next for next year if they don't make the playoffs. I will not be surprised if they don't make the playoffs, and quite frankly, I'll be okay if they don't because. Give me that extra pick. Fuck it. I mean, look, the Nets are not going to beat the Bucks. As of now, the Nets would have to play the Bucks. Yeah. There's no fucking way they're shutting down the Greek Freak. I mean, if they let them play seven on five, they will. Yeah, there's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. miss the playoffs. Crazy. Yeah. Actually, you know what? It's, 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 probably, it, it's probably better to miss the playoffs yeah. in, that, in that scenario. So I think the East is, is going gonna, is gonna to mm-hmm. shape out to be okay. It's very top-heavy, right? Very top-heavy. Yes. But... You know. Now, the West, to me, is much more interesting. Yes. Right? Yeah. A, you've got a lot of good teams at the top, but even at the bottom, <clears throat> you've got some movement down there that could be very, very interesting. So let's start at the top. I think the Lakers and the Clippers are pretty clearly the class of, of the West. <clears throat> I don't know who would win the West if those two met up. I think it would be a fantastic matchup. I don't even I don't even think there's a guarantee that they'll make it to the conference finals because right behind them is Denver and Houston, mm-hmm. and I think Houston is going to get better as the season goes on. the The more <clears throat> I know this is going to sound crazy because they were teammates before, but this is a different James Harden that Westbrook is having to adjust to now. Mm-hmm. It's not the same guy he played with in OKC, <clears throat> and I think it takes some time to figure that out. <clears throat> they feel like they're getting on a run where they're starting to figure something out between them. Where they're starting to figure out, oh, you don't have it tonight? No problem. I can play MVP tonight. And that makes for a very dangerous situation. My concern with them is their depth, right? They don't... <clears throat> they traded away uh, Capella, which I just it just breaks my heart. Because I thought Capella was great. But they've got other good role players, right? They've got Eric Gordon... We've got Tyson Chandler. Austin Rivers is playing well. Covington was a good pickup for them. Robert yeah. Covington. Um, Agreed. Um, P. 
P.J. Tucker. They've got a lot of good role players. They're trying to do it with two superstars, I believe, as opposed to the three that we've seen mm-hmm. most teams employ here lately. Um, but you know, but if you look at the other teams, a lot of teams are doing the two-star thing, right? In L.A., it's it's Kawhi and Paul George, and the in Lakerland, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. And all the other pieces are kind of complementary and see how they fit. <clears throat> so I think the Rockets could really give them a run for their money. Same thing with Denver. I think Denver <clears throat> has a little bit of hangover from last year, but they've got more experience now. You know, I, I think they can they can really uh, make a dent with mm-hmm. anyone. You know, th- their style of play is grinded out, and it's tough to play against teams like that. Surprisingly, I feel the Rockets are a team to watch going down the stretch. Uh, what worries me about the Rockets is they have no height. Remember, yes. right before they played the Lakers, before the All-Star break, they incorporated this small small lineup. Like, they were playing Tucker at center or something like that. Like, they went, they went completely small. Ball. If I'm not mistaken, last night, the last game they won... Last night. Was it last night? They beat the Celtics. They beat the, That's right. They beat the Celtics in overtime. Yeah. It was the first time in like 30 years that they did not use a player over 6'9". Yeah. So they are a small team. That's going to be and if you remember, interesting to watch. And, and the first game they rolled this small lineup deal against the Lakers, they beat them. Yeah. On, on, on TNT on Thursday night. Um, so, and I think what that does is it doesn't... I think that benefits Russell Westbrook and James Harden because there's no one. James Harden, I give James Harden a lot of shit, okay? He's really good, okay? I'm starting to think right now that he does not fit the D'Antoni system. I don't think he's benefiting enough from the D'Antoni system. Them going small with no really true big man... I think benefits Harden and Westbrook because not only does, especially Harden, has the ability to shoot, mm-hmm. they can drive to the hole. So that, that less made traffic a, in Right, here. less traffic. You know, they've, only, they've only got two guys that are over 6'9". Tyson Chandler and Isaiah Hartenstein. That's both, crazy. Both seven-footers and not in the rotation on a regular basis. So, wow, that's, that's interesting. I can't... It, so, in, in the long run... And what they'll do too is they'll it'll end up making the Rockets shoot too many threes again, and and I no, think no, no, that's no. and 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 that's, that's not that's not going to get you through the playoffs. It's not good. So it's not going to get you through three rounds of the playoffs. No, or four rounds, however many rounds there are to win a championship. So like as of now, they would play Utah. I think they can beat Utah. I even think they can beat. No, I don't think they can beat Denver. Denver's got Plumlee and well, and no, they Jokic. have to play the Lakers. Right, no, but I'm saying, like, I'm just going through the teams, like, what what if they had to play in, in the, whatever, second or conference finals? I, I don't even think they can beat Denver. Denver's got two big men, you know? Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. Uh, Utah's got Rudy Gobert, uh, you know? Like, Gobert. Gobert. Gobert's. No, 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 Gobert. Gobert. You have to say it like the French, Gobert. Fuck that, I'm going to call him Gobert. Yogurt. Yogurt. You know, like the Clippers got... You're such an American. I know. You're such an ugly American. What, what, what can I say? What can I say? Gobert. Is it pecan with, or pecan? With cheese. Is it pecan or is it p 
pecan. I try just not to say the word <clears throat> if I'm not sure. I say pecan. I say something else. You know, that funny looking nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. Something smells something I, smells good all of a sudden. I, I know, and it, and it's, it smells like food again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry. We may have to, for the first time in the history of the Positive to... Sports Podcast, we may have to take a break. Oh, no, no, no. You go get the food and bring it here and we'll eat. Hey, look, I'm, you keep talking about Utah. I'm going to go scope it out. I can't help myself. Yo, so, well, while Ed goes and he's going to eat all the fucking food. He's going to, I bet you Ed comes back and he has food in his hand or mouth and doesn't bring me back shit. That's just going to be payback for leaving some of the Milaneses back at my mom's house. But it's all good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look. Uh, the Rockets got a good team, and I just—it's—I don't think it's enough to uh, go far in the playoffs. Might be able to get out the first round, not the second round, but uh, you know, it—it it doesn't matter either way. <clears throat> I think it's—I uh, think we're on the rail to Clippers and Lakers. It's the only way that the Western Conference Finals. Should be right. I mean, I I want to see LeBron against Kawhi. I want to see uh, you know Anthony Davis match up with um, Montreal Harold or whatever his name is um, with with the Clippers. Just having a uh, all LA uh, Western Conference Finals, you know. So let us know what you think of. Uh, the podcast, make sure you check us out on YouTube, Podbean, uh, Google Store, Google Play, uh, on Twitter at Positive Sports 6. Reach out to my brother at eMontana21 on Twitter. You can hit me up at BrooklynGaucho1 on Twitter. Look, watch, watch. Remember what I just said. As soon as he sits down. What did you say? You fucker, I smell your breath from here. No. You ate something. See, no, I, I told you. I told I you. So You ate something. No. So they're making a roast out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it a roast? Yeah, a roast. Oh, my God. And I guess they, they put it on this <clears throat> iron skillet yeah. first and then stuck it in the oven. So <clears throat> That sounds pretty good. Just to interrupt real quick. So I run with the Texas beef team. And if you run certain races, you get points. And if you get a certain number of points every year, they send you a roast. So at the end of the year or early part of this year, they sent us a roast. And it's like, I don't know, four pound roast. Yeah. It's not huge, but it's it's a good size, right? It's good stuff. And that's what we're cooking up right now. And it Damn. smells delicious. That smells pretty fucking good. So yeah, no, I didn't eat it because it's, it's in the oven. Now. Oh, okay. But I would right. I told I told everyone that you were going to come in here. Guaranteed, either chewing something or in your hand, and you weren't gonna freaking bring, bring me a piece. I was wrong. I'll give you a piece after. Hey, look, I already spared you your, your freaking lunch. I know that's why. That's what I told him. I'm like, he's this is payback for for not eating all, all the milanesas. Yeah. All right. So where were we? Uh, well, I mean, sorry to interrupt. Nah, I mean, we were you know talking about Houston and how far. How they would make it. Me to walk out uh, how, the podcast. How they would make it? Uh, not far with this midget lineup. <laughs> midget, you can't say midget. Yes, I can. Short people. What, <laughs> what are the short people called? Midgets. Uh, people that aren't tall. What are midgets called? Short people. 
don't know. <clears throat> I'm right. not gonna touch the midget thing. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Call a spade a spade. So Utah has a Gobert. Yes, Gobert. Uh, which is a fine cheese. Is it? I don't know, but it sounds like cheese. <laughs> when you say Gobert, it doesn't it sound like cheese? No. Like Gouda. As long as. <laughs> As long as you don't have bad breath saying it like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you got bad breath, that's gonna you shouldn't be that's gonna about knock that. someone out. Hey, so real quick, while we're on the Western Conference, yes, sir. Oklahoma City Thunder, surprise to me, bro. When you think about this team, Billy Donovan has been with the Thunder for five years. They've been longer than that for five years, bro. That's it. They've made the playoffs. Four of the five years, okay. Think about think about the players that he's had on that team. Just think about it for a minute. He had Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant made it to the Western Conference Finals. He never had Harden. Never had Harden. Okay. No, that was a uh, Brooks with. Oh, Boston. okay, yeah, 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 okay, I got. You. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Had a three-one lead against the Warriors and blew that. That's right. okay. Durant leaves. Then you left with Westbrook. Westbrook has an MVP averaging triple double season, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I think they made the playoffs, but obviously they didn't, they didn't win, they didn't go they far, didn't go right? Far. The following year, you 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 still the following year you pick up <clears throat> Paul George. Now you got Paul George and Russell Westbrook, right? right? And you know you kind of find it. oh, and mind you, you got Carmelo Anthony too. Well, I know, I know, I know, but right, right, you know, right, right. Okay, so you don't get far with that team, right? Then you end up trading away Paul George for a bunch of tra- uh, draft picks. Shagas Alexander, who was the best player in that package deal from the Clippers. Right, right, right. You end up trading Russell Westbrook. You end up letting Enos Cantor go to Boston. Right, right, right. You bring back Chris Paul. A 36-year-old who most, including myself, didn't think he had much left. I thought that was horrible. I thought it, I thought it was, there's no way this is going to work out. But again, maybe it's a product of the Antony system. Somehow, somehow, the Thunder and Billy Donovan have found a way to be, what, the sixth seed in the West <clears throat> and play really good basketball yeah. with a young team a veteran point guard. And you know what the other common denominator is on that team, I think? Steven Adams. A good big man. A good big man, and he's been there. He has not gone anywhere. Yeah. He has stuck around. <clears throat> and, I mean, somehow, like, I wouldn't have thought that the Thunder yeah, it, it is kind of really surprising. relevant. What, is, what I think has really helped is I think Chris Paul has really helped Gallinari. Uh mm-hmm. You know, Gallinari is a forward, but he likes, you know, he's kind of a European. He's not kind of a European guy. He is a European guy. He likes to shoot from the outside, sometimes acts more like a guard than he does a forward. And I think, you know, Chris Paul has done a fantastic job of finding him on the floor in in situations where he can shoot pretty much uncontested. And, you know, it's helped a lot. Uh, And defensively, he's really good. So that team... It has has made it really on, I don't want to say smoke and mirrors, but it has been really kind of incredible. Billy Donovan, I agree with you, has done a fantastic job. And <clears throat> to me, the biggest surprise in the NBA this year is the play of Chris Paul. Yeah. Because 
when they made that deal, I thought, well, well, surely, surely they're gonna flip him right someplace else that will take on that massive salary yeah. and, and not take that cap hit. But they held on to him, and he has been. He's not playing like a thirty-eight-year-old man. No, not at all. Man. He's playing like a youngster. He's really enjoying himself leading that team. No, I mean when you think about when you think about all the players. I mean these are these are not just players, man. These are stars, right? right? These are like top ten, top fifteen, top ten guys. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, I, I don't think you could argue that Durant and Westbrook and Paul George. Top ten, yeah. top fifteen, yeah, maybe? fifteen, yeah. I mean, still, so that's pretty good. I was like, wow, like props to Billy Donovan. It's been impressive. Dallas, you know, Dallas sits at seven, and quite frankly, I'm a little disappointed. I I felt like they would be better, but in their defense, they have had quite a few injuries, and I think they're to the point now mm-hmm. where they're starting to heal up. And I wonder if they're not going to make a run. I feel like they have a run in them. I don't know how high up they're going to get. I mean, they're nine and a half games back from the uh, <clears throat> from the Lakers, so I'm not exactly expecting them to take over the top spot. But mm. you know, they they could they could look. They're only four games out of the two seed. Four and a half games out of the two seed. They can make yeah. that up, yeah. which is crazy to think that they could go that high. And I don't think they will, but they could get to the point where they get themselves a home spot, a home court advantage for the first round. Like, they can get up to four where Houston is. That's only two and a half, three games. Yeah, yeah. what worries me about Dallas is uh, Porzingis staying healthy. And well, apparently Donkic, too, right? Out of Donkic, outside of Donkic, who else, like... Uh, who else does Dallas have that that can really pose a threat to another team and not have to and and makes other teams not say okay we can't we can't double team Doncic because we got to worry about such and such. I mean, I, there's really nobody else, you know. And so they've got a lot of complementary pieces that are that are decent, but not yeah, not gonna not gonna scare you, they're, right? They're like, not take over the game type of players. Exactly right. So they've got. Uh, you know, they've got Colley Stein, they've got Seth Curry, they've got Kid Gilchrist, they've got Tim Hardaway Jr. They have other guys that Marjanovic guy is, is pretty good. They've got guys that can really contribute, but yeah, if if Porzingis or Donkic go down, they're not gonna they're not gonna step into that no. number two role, you know? So I don't I, I think the Grizzlies who are the Grizzlies who are sitting at eight are, are gonna catch him. I think My, they're gonna catch. I know. I think. I think the Grizzlies. I don't know how to say this. I think they blew their wad. You think I, so? They had a hot stretch. They earlier beat the Lakers the, last night, bro. They had pounded hot, the Lakers. They had a hot stretch earlier in the year, and I feel like mm. we're not gonna see them do anything else. I think they're. I think they're. Well, you know, you John Morant is awesome, but I think they're a 500 team at this point. Is presently constructed, like not do anything else, as in like not make the playoffs. Or I think they're gonna, they're gonna. I, I think they're a 41 win team, yeah. and they're gonna hang around that eight spot all all season long. And they may get in if it works out. They may not. Look. Oh, I team, take that back. Hold on. The team comes. Eight, eight. They, they've got they've oh, got no, some that's... serious traffic coming behind them because right yeah. behind them you've got New Orleans. Two and a half games back, but it's not. That's not unmanageable. San Antonio and Portland. Look, at some point, New Orleans is coming like gangbusters because Zion is the real deal, right? Mm-hmm. 
And at some point, Portland's got to figure something out, right? Portland is a much... Portland is not an 11 seed. Portland is not a 26-35 and 35 basketball team. They're just not. Right, but look, with Portland... I mean, the past couple of years, they were a four or five seed, and and they really, <clears throat> they really didn't show that they were a four or five seed. They could, they didn't do too well in the playoffs. You know, well that's I, not true. They did, they did well last year. They won in the first yeah, they, round. Well, I think they went to the conference finals against the Warriors. Uh, but well, I, I mean, look, they're not a thirty-five know. win team, right? They're I don't know. they're twenty-six and thirty-five right now. That's on pace to win thirty-five games. That team, to me, as presently constructed, is not a 35-win team. Now, Carmelo Anthony's been better than expected, but he's not really gonna. He's really not gonna put 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 everything on the board. It comes down to Lillard and McCollum, and McCollum has had a rough go of it, but he's he's bound to get better. I can't imagine he's gonna have. Uh, you know, he's gonna continue to play the way he's been playing. They've got Whiteside. Lillard is is still one of the best point guards in the league. I just think that, and this is why I wonder about Memphis. I think New Orleans, the more Zion gets integrated in mm-hmm. there, they're going to make a move. And I think Portland at some point is going to go on a bit of a run here. I don't think they're going to rip off 15 straight. But are they going to win 8 out of 10? You know, they're going to make that run. That basketball team is too good to sit at 11 all season long. Yeah. Just one man's opinion. I don't I don't see Portland... I, I I kind of agree with New Orleans. I didn't realize I didn't realize Memphis was so far behind Dallas. So I don't think they'll catch Dallas. I'll take that back. I, I thought they were a little closer. It really becomes a fight after that. Dallas is in, right? They're only yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly, New Orleans is the only other team that I see that sneaking into the playoffs. San Antonio, I don't see, and and Portland, I just I I don't I don't see. I I think it's going to come down to New Orleans and Portland. There's only a game difference between them. I think both of them will end up passing Memphis. And I don't know who I would pick out of those two. I guess I'll take New Orleans because they have the one-game advantage right now. But I think Portland's much better. They're a much better basketball team than 35 wins and an 11 seed. Yeah. It's, but you know what? It's, it's been really exciting. And this is, you know, Memphis is another kind of out-of-nowhere team, right? Because John Morant is... Fucking making posters out of big men, and he's really, he's really been carrying that team. That guy's the real deal. That, uh, that guy's gonna be good. So you know that's that's been pretty exciting to watch. Um, so I think we'll see a good little race here between Memphis and New Orleans, and, and maybe even Portland will jump in there and, and find it find a way to get it together here towards the end. There's not much time for these teams because. Like we like you mentioned earlier, right? The All Star break is so far uh, after the 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 halfway point that you know when you come out of the All Star break, you don't realize shit. There's only like twenty five games left. I mean, right we're now, at what fifty nine? Right now, most teams are at fifty nine, sixty games. So you so you got 22 to twenty four games left. How many games in this? Oh, 80, 82. Right, right. Yeah, twenty two so, to twenty four games left. Wow, I mean that's that's really not a, not a lot. So. Yep, some teams better uh better get after it. Better get after it, man. Hey, what did you think of the uh <clears throat> to me it's not real. What's that? The the whole Giannis and Harden thing. Oh, it's real, bro. It's real. That that to it's me really seemed like real. manufactured beef so that we have something to talk about. 
I mean, I don't really have much of a problem with Harden saying what, with what he said. Look, Giannis is a very intimidating player, okay? I think his ability to do what he can do on the court, his size, his length is really intimidating, okay? It's kind of like LeBron James, all right? This guy is 260 pounds, 6'8", coming at you like a freight train. It's very intimidating. But Giannis has to show me something. Show me something in the playoffs. Really carry your team. Go deep. Make the finals. I know Harden hasn't gotten to the finals. I know I give Harden a lot of shit. But you know what? If I had to choose between both of them, I think I'd take Harden. Interesting. I'd take Harden. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Giannis can be shut down. I, it's been proven that he's, he can be shut down. I mean, Harden... Outshoots himself to death, but I mean, he, he's fucking still can throw down 40 points a game, you know? Yeah, so I, I don't uh, know. Look, I think both of those, I think it's much ado about nothing. I think both of those guys are fantastic basketball players, and uh, you know, I, honestly, I think they're one two in the NBA right now. I mean, they're both so good, um, <clears throat> you know, they're. Beyond fantastic basketball players, and I think this whole thing is a bunch of. I think it's good, man. I think it's good for the NBA. I think it's good for for us to talk about. I oh mean, yeah. I mean, these guys, you know, have been MVPs the past two seasons. I think Giannis is on his way to winning his second straight. So, uh, I I think it's good talk, man. It's good motivating talk for Harden, right? Because now your team is. Doesn't have the one seed like the Bucks does. Your team is, you know, the four or five seed. And, uh, you know, maybe this is some motivating factor for himself and, and just trying to, you know, rally his team, right? Because yeah. his team is, the Rockets are not the best team in the league, right? The Bucks yeah. are. Oh, so the with with arguably maybe the best player in the league. So Interesting stuff, for sure. All right, man. You got anything else? Uh, No. We're gonna, wrap it, a, we're gonna wrap it up. Sure, you got a shout out. I, your Louisville pick one. What was the score of that game? Louisville. Did L- I pick Louisville? Well, yeah, the thing said Louisville. You pick one. You pick Louisville. I don't think so. On the streak. Oh, on the streak. Yes. What was the score? I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Let me All check. Right, don't worry about I will it. look for you. I don't have a shout out, man. You don't have a shout out. No. Shout out myself for being me. For, for doing a wonderful job for, on the cage. Nah, well, no, nah, I wasn't even talking about that. But if you want, if you want to give me a shout out for that, that's out, that's, that's fine for me. But uh, yeah, you know, just yeah, just being just being the good old Brooklyn Gaucho. That's it. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you given out the uh, contact info for everyone? Uh, not not the email. Just uh, you know, if you want to email those... the show, you can email the show positivesports10 at gmail dot com. If you want to get a hold of Alex and maybe give him some cage building techniques, mm. you can reach him on. On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho One, follow me because I'm fucking tearing up the month of February. I tore up the month of January. All right. And, you, and, and if you want, five hundred. I still tore it up because I, I fucking won eight of eleven to finish off February. That's impressive in the world of sports betting. I'll tell you what, you sports this month. sports betting is is fun if you just do it in moderation. 
You know, like like yeah, don't no, for sure because there's gonna it, it, it's, it's gonna be a lot of downs and there's gonna be a lot of ups, but they don't go on for long. And it seems like the downs go on maybe a little longer than than the ups. You just gotta like. I think we've been doing gotta, this. For, we've been doing this for three mm-hmm. months, right? Yeah. December, January, February, and I think we're all like right at fifty percent. I'm a little better than than the other two. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're gonna make me pull it up, bro. I'm like two, three games better than you guys as of now, of all time, all time. Let's it's see okay. All time standings. Follow me on Brooklyn Gaucho at Brooklyn Gaucho one on Twitter. You can see my uh, my picks. Yeah, my you're two picks. games over 500. I'm one game over 500, and Jay is one game over 500. Now the good thing is, if we had bet in real life, we would all be making money. Granted, we'd be yeah. making pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Well, it depends how much you bet, right? Well, no, you assume every bet's... Right, because this is our... We make one pick. Our stone-cold right. lock of the week of the month of the year. Wouldn't call it a lock, but uh, yeah, <laughs> lock. Right, so we would have put, you know, we would have put like a... You know, we would have thrown a G on it on the daily, yeah. right? Not that we have a G to play with. And, you know, I think we would have come out uh, ahead albeit not very much. I can't wait for March Madness. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's always that's always a good time. Yes. Not even betting. It's just sitting there watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just watch one game after the another. The brackets and, and the games, right? One after another. Like, yeah. yeah. That Thursday and Friday is the best. The best. I love it. I don't know how anyone gets any work done. I know I don't. <laughs> I never do. If you want to reach me, you can reach me on Twitter as well, at emontana21. My shout-out goes to... <clears throat> Six people, actually. Yesterday was the U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials to see who goes to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics to run the marathon in the Summer Olympics this year. The U.S. is a gold standard country. So uh, we have a trial where men who run better than two hours and 19 minutes in a marathon in the previous 18 months and women who run better than 245, 245 or better in a marathon in the previous 18 months, all toe the line in one race called the U.S. Marathon Trials. Yesterday, it was, I don't even know the numbers. It was ridiculous. I think it was like 215 men and 450 women towed the line in Atlanta to run a very difficult course. And for the men, Galen Rupp, Jacob Riley and Abdi Abdurrahman, who is 43 years old, finished one, two, three. Doesn't matter the time. When when you when you're a gold standard country and you have a trials, it's one, two, and three. That's it. It doesn't matter what the time is. It could be the fastest marathon ever. It could be the slowest marathon ever. It doesn't matter. It's what you do on that day. So those three people <clears throat> uh, won, and then on the women's side, uh, Tuliamuk. Molly Sedell and Kip Yego were the three women that qualified. They will be representing us. These are American? They're all American. Um, and they will be representing us in the Olympic marathons <clears throat> in Tokyo this summer, if they even have an Olympics because of the coronavirus. You know, uh, the Tokyo Marathon was today. Mm. <clears throat> and they actually... They actually canceled it for everyone except the elites. So, you know, there's a lot of people that go to these marathons from the U.S. 
They had airfare and everything, hotel. And a lot of them just went to be in Japan and watch the elites run. It was really, you know, and Tokyo is one of the marathon majors. It's a big deal. And uh, they shut it down for everything but the elites. So I think it was like 40 people ran this marathon this morning. 40 would you men have and gone? 40 women. Huh? Would you have gone? No, I would not go. I, I, I won't even go eat Chinese food, bro. <laughs> Man, you ain't lying. I'm. Fucking, I don't go to Payway. I am missing Chinese food right now, and no, I, I can't. I, 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 I wouldn't either. Oh, we got a Hong Kong cafe here in town that is delicious. Not going. Yeah. yeah. Damn Chinese food. Like I, don't I want even, some like, so bad. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even like pick up some Chinese food at the at Kroger or some shit. I, I'm just not. I'm not taking a chance. So I go to this Asian place to cut my hair. There's not a lot to cut. They charge. They're real cheap. And I, I, Dude, I, why don't you let me do it? No. Buzz that thing like No. You'll you'll find a way to mess it up. No, I won't. Yeah, you yeah. Dude, my you hands will. are steady. <laughs> like dads. <laughs> like mom. Like mom. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't I, I No, I would not go. Yeah. Would you? No, fuck no. <laughs> no. I'm I'm second guessing myself going to these to, to to this Asian place to cut my hair. I mean I I don't know. Like if they have family members that came to visit them, I mean, what? Yeah. I don't fucking know. They say hi or whatever, and now they come in with the coronavirus yeah. stuck to their hair or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, no, I wouldn't go. Fuck that. Yeah, I, you know, I just hell don't. no. I mean, there's just no like for me. There's just, I mean, I'd love to run the Tokyo Marathon. I guess if I was already signed up, I might think differently. But, but I mean, was this coronavirus thing going on six months ago? Because that's when I would have had to signed up. No, I don't think it was. All right. I don't I, know. I, if I, I was signed up, I might. No. Because how many... I wouldn't. Dude. Even if I was signed up, I wouldn't. So you've already bought $2,000 plane tickets and you got $2,000 sunken hotel costs? Fucking write a letter to Trump and say, hey, man, I need a fucking refund. What the... What the no, you, you, that's going to get no, you. No, <laughs> you don't think if you call the airlines and explain to them, hey, this is the problem? The airlines? Yeah. Uh-uh. Dude, what do you think this is? Church? Well, The, the airlines will tell you to go... Fuck yourself faster than fuck you. <laughs> there's got to be some rest- there's got to be some guidelines regarding this coronavirus. Un- unless there's a mandate from the government, I don't think the airlines yeah. have to do sh- anything. Dude, air look. Nah, there, are, there are some industries. You might have to eat this one. Yeah, there are some industries <sighs> that think. that may may feel some compassion and give you your money back. The airline industry is not one of them. They're mm. looking to screw you every chance they get. You know what it's like. You want to, no, yeah. Like my dad died. I gotta go fly out. Okay, that'll be five grand. Five grand. I just told you my dad died. All right, we'll give you four grand. Yeah. I mean, it's they're ridiculous. You know, yeah, no, even if I was signed up, uh, I don't know what what two thousand for a hotel and everything. Airfare? It's probably two. Th- you probably have to sink two thousand between airfare and hotel. Yeah, four thousand between hotel and airfare. Yeah, because you can't look. Chances are, if I'm going to Japan. Sure, I'm going to run the marathon. I'm going to spend a week there. Right, right, You know, right. eating sushi and, and looking at the sights and whatnot. So, chances are I've got a hotel booked for a week. And I might be able to get that money back because hotels are a little bit nicer than airlines. But I'm going to at least be out two grand if I don't go. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're talking two, three grand, I may have to swallow that, bro. I mean, yeah, I nah, nah. I mean. I don't blame people either way. Just if you went. Yeah. Because you were running the Tokyo Marathon. You know, come to think of it, I got a buddy that uh, that was supposed to run the Tokyo Marathon. I wonder if he went. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to call him because yep. if I see him, I'm going to be like... Uh, yeah, let's just FaceTime. Yeah. Let's um, just text. I'm going to text him before yeah, text I see him. him. Text him first. Yeah, because I know I'll see him at one of these 5Ks I run around here locally. I think I'm going to go ahead and text him first. Just in case he... I mean, it's some fucked up shit, man. This is really like messed up, right? Like people I, I are dying left and right. I don't know what it does to you. I just know it kills you. Yeah. I'm not down with that. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't down with that. Anyway, all right. So wrap this puppy up. If y'all want to catch this podcast, you can catch us on YouTube. If you want to watch this wonderful episode, if you want to listen to it, choose your listening platform: iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, whatever works for you. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, subscribe, like, comment, whatever. Email us. Hit us up on Twitter. Follow Alex's pick, his stone cold lead pipe lock of the century for today. Century? Whoa. For the decade. I charge for that one. I what's mean, greater than, what's longer than a century? Like, what, what do you do after a century? Millennium. Millennium. Stone cold lead pipe lock of the millennium. Millenniums cost more than centuries? That's right. What comes and then tomorrow, and then, I don't know. And then <laughs> tomorrow, he'll just do it again. And, but yeah. it'll be a stone cold Oh, yeah. Steve Lock. Austin 316. <laughs> so, anyway, folks, as always, ignore the negativity, be the positivity. Peace.